I'm your man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Hi, this is Ryan Morgan with Glass Cabinet Films, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm Amber. And I'm Jason from Married with Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I have with me my cousin and good friend, Austin Smith. Oh, that's adorable. I didn't know it was your good friend. And the man who does more teabagging than a 12-year-old playing Halo. The man who handles more bots than a backroom FedEx worker. The man who fills more gaps than a cock gun. And the man who spent more time on the mound than Satchel Paige. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Drew Alderson. Alright, we're getting old, guys. Episode 100. My joints are starting to hurt. Got that arthritis. Diabetes. The diabetes and the arthritis is here on Dolly Hero Clicks, your source for everything Hero Clicks and pretty much anything else, I guess. I mean, let's be honest here. We talk about our, stupid our, ass shit. Our content's more 25% Hero Clicks and 75% Penis. random. Yeah, that's definitely a good <laughs> chunk of the pie here, unfortunately, with Mr. Drew Alderson. But uh, today's an interesting episode, to say the least. What we wanted to do is celebrate the Heroclix community today. Not just It's not just a celebration for us, Austin. It is especially a celebration for us, but we will go ahead and tell our listeners otherwise. It's Continue, a, It's a celebration <laughs> for Heroclix in general. Uh, we wanted to have guest hosts on... And all of our guest hosts either host or run their own Heroclix-related YouTube or podcasting show that we personally really enjoy. So we yep. picked some of our favorites and some of our favorite people in general in the Heroclix community and brought them on today. I don't want to spoil everybody for you. We'll just let you you know, kind of find out as you go who all is going to be on. But... Not only are we going to have these guys on today for brief, uh, you know, brief parts of the show, but we will also have all these guys on for full future episodes coming up, along with some more interviews. We're going to line up some interviews with world champions and with other people in the Clicks community and give you guys more content than we have um, here lately. So what we did was we contacted some of our favorite guys and we're bringing them each in to do their own segment of our show. So... One person will be doing Hidden Gems, one person will be doing Value Corner, we got you know, a couple people doing Bat Samaritan, we got all the bases covered, so it should be a good time, and I'm really looking forward to meeting some of these people and uh, getting finally getting them on the show uh, officially. Or Starstruck. Alright, so first off, we have, uh, that, you know, they say last but not least... Are we doing the bat? We do everything backwards. Here, first, right? but not best. We're f- no, I was, I was gonna say. I was gonna say first and best. Like, there's a reason. Uh, oh, that okay. He's first. Well, wait we're going just... top. We're going top down. Why are you way. burning bridges? Yeah, we just started. <laughs> we're going. It's gonna be a long day. We're going top down here, starting with our man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast. Edward's been on with us several times. He and I have done the quarry together. We've. Uh, you know, he's been on our podcast, we've been on his podcast, and out of all the other podcasts, his is, even including ours, his is the one that I actually get the most, uh, I get, I get the, I get the most out of, period, in general. So, oh, it's working. It's, it's good. Okay. 
It's the volume looked a little low, and last yeah, time that happened, we were using the wrong microphone, so... Yeah, we're good, but... Right, do we need to restart? No, no, we're no, good. We're good. No, See, we're we, good. We, don't Edward, we don't edit here, Edward. We just go from the heart, <laughs> off the dome. We like to believe our... Like, is our it like Yu-Gi-Oh? Is, is the heart of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just the way we like to do here. We don't believe in that kind of nonsense. It just it messes up with uh, it messes our chakras. It we gets them all on unaligned. We don't need fancy introductions or <laughs> music. So Edward, tell us about tell some of the listeners who may not have heard of Starting Over what it's about and where they can find it. Starting Over podcast is on YouTube because for tax reasons, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're trying to make them ducats. <laughs> ever so slowly uh but but for real uh starting over podcast it's on youtube uh i primarily started it because at the time there was no one actually giving like legit meta analysis uh every podcast has its watershed moment uh my watershed moment was century and void and how to beat century and void uh when i was on blip uh tv that one episode uh got over a thousand views uh, including uh, iTunes when I was doing iTunes. So, uh, you know, you eventually figure out, like, who you are as a podcast. I learned very quickly I was not a unboxing podcast, and I definitely wasn't like, hey, this happened in the news podcast, and some people are. Wait, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, is he talking uh, shit about us here? I'm no, pretty sure no, every single yeah. podcast <laughs> does that, not just us. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. It's just other people do it better. So what I, I what I decided to do was just refine it in and like, all right, we're going to talk meta. We're going to talk about what's in your head, how you become better, talk about the economy of the game, because we don't really talk about that in the community as much. And when we do, it's like, oh, you want to get better? You don't want to make it fun for everybody else, but you want to be the world champion. So how the heck are you going to get better? You know, um, and then even with talking to world champions uh, and high-level players, there's things that I've learned uh, that most people never knew uh, that I just said, like, hey, if the average player base knew what these guys were doing, they would be a lot better. They would make more informed decisions. And, you know, the type of play that we would see would be freaking, you know, astronomically great. It so would actually be superhero chess and not just superhero roll dice. Yeah, it, it, it would actually sort of turn into superhero war simulation <laughs> if, if we actually got to the place where I think we can. Um, but I, I actually have some some plans, some some goals that I, I want to see happen for the quarry. But I'll, I'll tell you guys off air because it's still in like, can we do this uh, stage? So... But yeah, it, it's it's going to get interesting. So when but, you guys uh, want tactics advice out there, and you send uh, us our questions, like send them to Edward too, because Edward will actually break them down and explain the details. And our answer is usually summed up in like "get good, kid." That's about <laughs> it. Uh, I I do let folks know, like I do coach, and I had a client the other day. Uh, but I, I do fifteen hour, fifteen dollars an hour. And then I do uh, $5 just for a straight game. But, like, when I coach, like, I coach. If you're like, I want to do well in the state championship, I'm like, I break down how you play. I break down your opponents. I break down what figures work best with you, how deep you can go in your meta. Uh, And then once you build your team, uh, if you want to keep tweaking your team and emailing me, it's free. 
So, like, the main thing that I usually say is, folks, if you have a team already, email me. I will be like, nope, this doesn't work, blah, 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 blah. That's always free. If you want me to be like, Edward, help me build a team from scratch, just gots to pay because <laughs> it, it doesn't work out because I've had a lot of people over the years try to make me uh, try to make me or put me in a position where I build everything for them. And they're like, yeah, I won. But then it's like, you didn't grow as a player. and You don't know why I did any of this. Right. So it, it's it's better for the game if people grow than instead of making clones. I like you to know? imagine him as the coach from Rocky and like the sweater and everything. And he's and he's like running along, or he's on the bike and like the players running next, holding two hero clicks, just going at it. You are confusing Rocky with Punch Out. But. Son of a, <laughs> no, no, I'm Apollo Creed. I, I'm not that freaking old dusty dude. I'm Apollo Creed. See, in, okay. in Austin's I'll, scenario, I envisioned like holding a giant man in a in one hand and anti monitor the other, and just like punching a giant dead cow. Just get my hero clicks training in. But anyway, that's, that's exactly how you get better at the game, yeah, Hunter. That's what I thought. This is why we give the best tactical advice. Build, build those clicks muscles in my brain. But anyways, Edward's segment today is hidden gems. If you guys yep. are unfamiliar with it. We take a set that, and then we, in inside of that set, we take some figures that saw little to no meta play, but are definitely figures worth uh, worth playing and that you may have missed out on. So, Edward's doing, what set are you doing for us today, Edward? I'm, I'm going to do GSX. Mm, good uh, set. And, and the main reason I'm doing GSX is it's not that it was slept on. I think everything in that set was really good. I think there were some that some figures that people really didn't focus on. And I and, and shout outs to the other show you did recently. Um, I went to Origin, so I had to catch up. Uh, you talked about GSX Cyclops on the the value corner, I think, and that that sucker is awesome. It's still good. Uh, but uh, the the first figure we're going to look at is uh, Gideon uh, GSX twenty four number twenty four. And uh, Gideon is awesome because he's 85 points, he's 7 clicks deep, which you really, you don't get too many figures like that nowadays that are that deep. He has toughness for over half his dial, then he has regen, but he has uh, a special power that makes it like all worthwhile, uh, worthwhile, and then I I sort of tip my hand. Uh, Wild generic uh, template. Once during your turn as a free action, you may choose a standard power possessed by another character within five squares. Roll a d6. <clears throat> if the number of squares to that character is less than the result, Gideon can use that power and possesses that character's range value until your next turn. Uh, Gideon starts off with a zero range, and you can have him sitting next to, uh, let's say, like your stealth sniper, and you're just like, I, I need you to have you know, stealth, or I need you to have range combat expert, or I need you to have psychic blast, I need you to have prob. Uh, and the other cool thing is it doesn't just work on friendlies, it works on opponents as well. So if you're like, my opponent is within, you know, four or five squares and they have running shot or hypersonic speed, uh, then yeah, you can just copy it and get their range value. And you get to use it until your next turn. So it's it's really really flexible, and uh, when it came out, I used to sort of I pimped out Gideon. Um, he was always next to a prob or perplexer, like constantly, <laughs> like so many times. Uh, now looking at it, you're looking more at like precision strike, uh, invincible. Um, 
let's see. Yeah, and Invincible would be also a good one. Steel Energy because of his charge and uh, just just finding someone else out there with a decent range and all of a sudden this you know he becomes an 85 point surprise I can shoot you now you know <laughs> and and people don't see it coming I definitely am looking forward to trying him the the only things that's ever kept me from playing him in the past has just been his keywords I think that's why I never really have looked at him when I go to build teams but looking at this dial I think you're definitely right I, I definitely have slept on him for sure that that damage power is just too good to pass up unless yeah, try and, and hammers like you give him a running shot hammer that's or nose hammer really yeah you give him nose hammer and then all you have to do is pack psychic blast or precision strike on your team and it's it's golden like he's he's doing 12 attack three damage and he's just sitting there you know beast moding so yeah uh, the second um, click that I was uh, looking at is something that was known, but you, you, a lot of people forgot about him because usually when people are traumatized, they usually try to forget the trauma. Uh, is a thirty-eight point cipher? I put the shit uh, out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, this this dude is monster. Like this pure beast mode because. Uh, Brotherhood of, Brotherhood of Mutants uh, TA, X-Men TA. Uh, he's four clicks deep at 38 points, but you get perplexed really quickly, like on clicks two and three. He has an activation click. So you're you're luck, you're, you're getting three clicks, but most people are going to be like, eh, you know, that fourth click where he sort of, you know, hulks out and turns into Warlock. Uh, you know, a lot of folks didn't like that. But here's the main thing. Uh, crack enemy communications. At the beginning of the game, choose a team ability that an opposing character can use that isn't a wild card team ability or a team ability a wild card can't use. Friendly characters can use that team ability this game in addition to their own team abilities as long as Cypher's on the map. Here is why this is stupid. Oh, my opponent has Batman? I have Batman. My opponent has Superman, and they have a, one Superman character and a ton of Batman? Guess what? I have uh, I have Superman now. Uh, oh, guess what? You have a cool ATA. I have that ATA. Uh, oh, guess what? Uh, you have Arachnos, Mystics, and uh, that other one. I have three ciphers. Now, every time you hit me, you take three Mystics damage. See, Edward, I don't know if you remember the 2013 zombie meta. But Cypher was a very important point of this meta team, where you played 900 points of zombies and 100 points of Cypher, and you just took all the team abilities for your zombies, and your opponent would die trying to kill your team. It was a beautiful thing. Yes. But uh, definitely on the ruling, like, he, he actually sneaks back into the Golden Age meta really hard, because after they ruled that, like, Arachnos, Mystics, um, I, there's another... The Pacific Rim one. Huh? The Pacific Rim one, the Kaiju team ability. Yeah, whatever. Kaiju and something else are all separate. Like, and you can copy both of those. Like, I know your opponent has to be pretty creative or really cheesy to bust out all three or four of those team abilities. It's, it's, silver, it's Silver Age or Golden but, Age tournaments. Let's be honest here. It's going to yeah, get it's pretty cheesy. But you really discourage that once you pop out four ciphers. Chester Cheetah and plays in that. Tournament. I've done that, 
and I've made people very mad. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. Not, not even with the Mystics. Like, I think what happened was, like, I took the guy's ATA. I took his uh, Superman. I took his Batman. Didn't and so the entire time, I'm stealth. And he couldn't do anything about it. And the only time it got worse is when I played Beta Ray Bill uh, during the uh, Batman um, set meta. And everybody was playing Batmans, so I would play Cypher, and Cypher was still the Batman TA. Beta Ray Bill is friendly to himself. Everybody on the team now has stealth because of Batman TA. They're standing out in the open, and Beta Ray Bill's like, you can't draw a line of fire to us. We're going to shoot you, outwit you, blow you up, and, and back off because now you can, sh- you can charge us. Now we're going to shoot you. <laughs> I, I, I made a couple of enemies those times. With, with that was it was a little dirty oh man uh, but um, the last figure I'm going to look at some people might be like is it Leech no it's not Leech uh, what's wrong with Leech it's it, it, everybody knows Leech yeah Leech he's is, right everybody Leech knows no Leech um, he, he ruined the game for too many people uh, but terrible <laughs> gosh I hate Leech sometimes one of the worst figures you can ever play against yeah but and he, now Felix Faust does that. <laughs> like yeah, he does it like on, on steroids. And Anyway, uh, the, the last figure I was going to look at is Elixir, and he is the best medic ever in the game. Yes, better than Jane Foster. Oh, man. Better than, better than your defend, you know, down the defense to a 14 with an 8 attack. Like, the best medic in the game ever. Uh he has four clicks of his support power, which is healing touch. Uh, Elixir can use support when he uses support and targets, and the target is healed. Also heal one damage on each friendly character adjacent to Elixir that was not the target of support. So imagine this. You have a whole lot of X-Men together, and he has the X-Men TA. you got a whole lot of X-Men that are hurt and injured and sick. The, the Sentinels are coming. They, they got their laser whips and their, their optic blasts coming for you. And you're like, please, we need to rally. And, and then Professor X is, gets blasted uh, and Wolverine is, is on his last few clicks. It's like Elixir says, we got this X-Men. And, and they all rally around uh, the X-Men. I mean, all rally around Elixir. I just and, don't see Elixir uh, being Elixir rolls that support. And he heals, and then he magic glitter dust everybody, <laughs> so they all heal one. All right. <clears throat> so it's it's really good stuff. And I think there was like a Cyclops that said mm. like if you heal one or something, like you get to heal like an additional one, but or something like that. But I, I forgot there was some mm. character that we had in the meta back then that if you heal, you get to heal an additional one. But no, I guess it's just with the X Men team. Ability. It is, but I know it is we talked about him last week. Yeah, yeah that's uh, from X Men team ability, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's Cyclops. just X Men team ability. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there was like Indigo battery, like not the Indigo battery that we had. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. But yeah, that's it. It was the the relic, the actual immovable Indigo battery that did something stupid about support and healing. So yeah, so you can start to see like old school meta quote unquote uh you can do a lot of clicks recovery 
Um, and the dials were actually deeper um, because, like, looking back at GSX, I'm seeing a lot of six-click, seven-click dials um, when we're normally looking at five to six on average or really sometimes four depending on what characters you're looking at. Yeah, Elixir is a character I've played a lot of. He's in, he stays in my X-Force box in there, and, and I've played him several times, and he's always well worth his points for sure. Oh, does he have new mutants too? Yeah. That's really yeah. applicable in the modern, or playing with other modern pieces. You know, I I seem to remember, I don't remember if it was George or somebody else, but the last worlds that we, the not this past Gen Con, but the one before in the Golden Age tournament, somebody ran Elixir with the New Mutants team base and something else and did really well. I, I can't remember it, the whole team now. Are you talking about the Deathstroke New Mutants Elixir Maybe team? that's what it was. Yeah, it was Deathstroke New Mutants Elixir. Deathstroke would copy the TA... Or ATA or whatever, I can't remember the rest oh, of Oh, yeah, before you had to have it on your uh, your entire team had to yeah, have right. the same keyword, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, anyways, well, awesome. Three good, three great figures. Um, a lot of our listeners are new listeners, so uh, there's chances are you guys don't own any of those. All of them are relatively cheap to, buy, to purchase, too, so go out and, and pick those three up and try to build some teams around them. Thanks again for being with us, Edward. You can find Starting Over Podcast on YouTube. His schedule yep. his schedule is, is what, what were the words you Erratic. used to describe it? Erratic? Uh, sort of whenever I feel like it. But at least, at least once a week. Like, I just came off of Origins. I uploaded five videos. Like, I think I was the only person yeah, that is. actually covered Origins other than Ryan Morgan from Glass so, Cap. I thought that was weird. I was sitting there on my couch, like, the other day, like, just browsing YouTube on Xbox, and I was like, I'm going to check out Edward's channel. Started watching his, you know, Origins videos. I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I, I actually watch those, and I usually don't watch very many YouTube uh, Heroclix things, so... I've only watched the first one where you show your hotel room off. Yeah. <laughs> so I've only seen the most important yeah, one. Yeah, that's a great... That's, that is definitely the most important one. No, no. When you, when you get to that level of, of Heroclix balling, you gotta be like, check out my room. Heroclix Cribs. As they say, this is where the magic happens. <laughs> that dice magic. Dice magic. All right. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, check out the channel. Also, check out the quarry on AC Realms. Uh, and... Uh, you know, no matter what, if, if you want to be a better player or, or get better and, and have fun, like Dial H is a, a good show to listen to. For the longest time, it's been one of my recommended shows for players to listen to. Uh, better than one other show, the show Go Unnamed, that is on a particular website with a gentleman that I did not like. Uh <laughs> Are you starting fights through our podcast? Yeah, come on. We are we are totally non-confrontational here at Dollage. We never say anything, anything that could possibly be be taken one way or the other. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, you know, if you know, check check it out. And I, I will say this, it's really cool because we're in a podcast, HeroClicks Podcast Renaissance, and it feels good to sort of be like old man Da Vinci looking at all the new kids <laughs> on the block. And then, you know, Dial H is like Michelangelo, and it's like, yeah, I've been here for a while. Who's this Raphael character, you know? <laughs> and this isn't a slight Ninja Turtle reference. I was going to say. say. <laughs> That's pretty timely. <laughs> yeah, this this is actually a Renaissance reference. But, yeah, so it, it's sort of cool sort of seeing, like, people that started, like, two years ago 
than like myself who started like three to almost three or four years ago and the people starting up, you know, like last year and now it's like, wow, this is completely different. But a lot of lessons have been like learned through my podcast and people listening to Dial H and heck, I, you know, it says something when Team Vegas comes to, to you, Dial H and be like, please promote our show. We need help. And it, it's useful and it's and it's valuable. So um, shout outs to you guys. Shout outs to, to all the other podcasters out there. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting the rest of this year. I look forward I, to I episode 200. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to leave, we're going to leave Edward and we're going to join married with clicks for some bad Samaritan. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's going to be brutal. Hold on. Wait, wait. My, my bad Samaritan joke is, is it war machine? <laughs> that's, that's pretty much, is, is it war machine? I've had a theory that Austin's going to choose Sabretooth. Just to be that guy and act like I don't know the dial. What's worse is he's gonna get you on it, probably. Uh, You'll one never of these days, I'm gonna sneak a Batman through there, and I'm just waiting. Oh, actually, this is this is my other super secret outtake. Okay, if I did choose to do Bad Samaritan, my three people I was going to pick was Batman, just just to do the joke. Then it was going to be War Machine. And then the last one was going to be like the most obscurest character that I could find that you would have no chance oh, of figuring out. So bad Samaritan. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, Edward, because it's going to get bad. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, man. And with that transition, welcome Married with Clicks. <laughs> All right. So we're, done, we're joined with Married with Clicks here. One of my, as far as straight up YouTube channels, probably the best definitely the most consistent that goes without a shadow of a doubt put out tons of videos um i don't think i ever checked the hero clicks subreddit without seeing at least one new married with clicks video on the front page <laughs> there and more often than not they're they're something that i'm very interested in watching so i get a lot of enjoyment out of you guys's work uh, you can find them on youtube i'll let them talk more about the different videos they do where you can find them and kind of their recording schedule so Tell the people, because I don't think we've, we've never had you guys on. This is one of my favorite things about today is that we're getting lots of new people on that we haven't had yet. And uh, so introduce yourselves and, and your YouTube channel to everybody. So uh, I'm Jason. And I'm Amber. And of course, we're the Married with Clicks crew. Um, go ahead, Amber. <laughs> Tell them all about us. Um, so we are Married with Clicks crew. Channel. Uh, we have several different shows that we actually release on a uh, weekly basis. Uh, on Sundays, Jason does tournaments for our area. On Mondays, we have a live broadcast that we do with uh, other players in the area called Meta Lab, and we talk about the meta game there. Jason has his own personal show called MetaFix, where he talks about uh, more things with the the meta game and pieces that are going to be found in it. I called Dial It Up, where I actually go over all of the uh, more intricate rules and how they interact with certain things in the game. And we also do um, unboxings for new sets, and once a week we put out a game of me and Jason actually battling against each other. Yep. And of course, once every so often when there's a, a major tournament, I will try to get the winner from that on a show I call Champ Champ. It's less consistent, um, but we do have... Uh, we have had world champions, national champions, Canadian national champions uh, on the show, and uh, it's my chance to kind of talk to them, find out their history of the game. Uh, if you're looking for us, you can find us on youtube.com slash marriedwithclicks, 
Uh, also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marriedwithclicks if you're looking for uh, updates on a regular basis or check the subreddit as uh, they said earlier. Yeah, I just watched your video with Paris that you just put up, the champ chat, and I enjoyed it. And uh, it reminded me that we need to be getting more guests on the show in general too. It's something we we always forget about. But anyways, if so if you guys out there have never played Bad Samaritan, the way it works is Austin, the scumbag that he is, uh, we got his always introduced yeah. me like this. He really is starting to hurt my feelings. Yeah, right. You don't have feelings. Uh, it's hurting. It's hurting my pretend feelings. I used no, to no. fit in with humans. See, people out there may think that that some of, that our little personas we have on this show are are strictly for the show. No, Austin is definitely a scumbag in real totally life. Totally not in tears right now. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> you can ask any of our friends, not just Drew and I, <laughs> verify that statement. But anyways, the way Bad Samaritan works is Austin has three figures. They will all be modern age and married with clicks and then married with dial H here. Me and Drew Alderson <laughs> as I rub his, his thigh here. Uh, <laughs> Drew and I. He did bring us donuts this morning. <clears throat> we'll have four people teaming up against Austin trying to figure out what these figures are. We will get two clues and we'll get three rounds of those two clues until we can get it. If after... If after three rounds of clues we still don't guess it, then Austin will win. I think since we have four people, no matter how good of a job Austin does picking these, I think we can get them. Um, and like I said, I've watched a lot of Married with Clicks, so these guys definitely know their stuff. I think between those two, Drew and I, we're going to be able to win this. Now, I did, since Austin is at a disadvantage, and since he begged for it and pleaded like a little girl. I totally didn't do that. I decided. Talk about misleading the listeners. <laughs> I decided to grant him one boon this week. He gets to add a fourth figure, and that fourth figure does not have to be Modern Age. It just has to be Marvel or DC. But you will get two free plays to start it. Oh, and the other caveat The other was, ones, you get one pre, free play each. The other caveat is uh, we can only get one free play per figure today. So things are a little bit tight this week, but I, I still think we can take them down. Okay, you guys, Amber and, you got, and Jason, you guys ready? All right. We have a free play starting off, and we have the generic keyword. So, Austin, give us generic keyword. Scientist. With the free play, we'll take our usual set. Deadpool. Deadpool scientist. There are quite a few scientists in Deadpool. Weapon X scientist. It's not Weapon X scientist, Drew. I'll go... I think it's a named figure. I don't think it's a generic. Um, Dr. Bong? It's not Dr. Bong. All right, Jason and Amber, you guys got any good guesses? The professor. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got it. Deadpool 007B, the professor. Wow. <laughs> Not off to a good start, Austin. I didn't even get a chance to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you pick a prime? Why would you pick what a prime? What if prime came up? I thought I'd give you guys an easy one to start off. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll see how this goes. All right. Second figure. Clues are team ability and set. Uh, no team ability and streets of Gotham. Oh, this is going to be a little tough. Hmm. EMP. It's not EMP. Uh, no team ability. Mall. 
No shit, that's Batman. Hold on. It's too late. You already <laughs> no, it's there's not. four of you. No, no mercy not. to the I was thinking of Wildcats because he said EMP. Uh, what's the other? Spartan Warrior Spirit. We've already done We've, I've already guessed it. Uh, how about Void? It's not Void. All right, let's start with Jason on the other side since he didn't get the guess last time. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe it's False Facer? It's not False Facer. <laughs> Is that your guess? Yeah, that's your guess. Oh, no, it's not Dove. All right. Made it through one round this time. Woo! We have generic keyword and set number. Oh, you're not looking good. We're going to get you. Warrior and 25. So it's not a team pack. No, it's not a team pack. It's either an uncommon or a rare because this was a CTD. No team ability. It's definitely a rare. No team ability, warrior... It actually might be a chase. Well, the chases were the Batman, and none of those three would have Warrior. Bane Bats might. I I would be surprised. Nobody has Brute, but that's it. What was the number? The number again? Twenty five. Twenty five Warrior. I think it might be the rare before the chases. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a. I think it's a rare. What are the rares from? Architect, but it wouldn't be him. Uh. Calendar Man one half warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I think he's uncommon anyway. Um, no, he's rare. Let's see. Not. I feel like there wouldn't be very many damn warriors in the streets of Gotham. <laughs> this is why he chose this because this person. No idea. It probably is somebody who doesn't really fit with the theme of streets of Gotham. Or somebody who does not deserve the warrior keyword, and that's why he's so happy right now. <laughs> because he knows he's throwing us off with this warrior keyword. I don't know what you're talking about. David Kane's team pack. I'm sure Amber's over there and let's, has it right let's now. Let's go over to Marido's Click, see what they think. No, I, I've got nothing. I don't know what that was. Spartan? It's not Spartan. Honestly, I can, I, all I'm thinking of is Team Titan set. I don't know what came out in the streets of Gotham. Hmm. I don't know. Katana? It's not Katana. It could still be a team pack, though, you know? No, they're, like, they're higher than that. Yeah, but weren't, weren't the chases, like, in the high 20s? Yeah. So, 30, what was the number? 25. Oh, damn. It could still be it. I'm I'm just saying I don't want us to rule it out and then get burned that it's a freaking team pack. I really don't like Because even with the team packs, there's only like 40 figures in that whole set. If we say rarity, though, he has to say team pack. Right. Here, let's see. I still got my guess, Damon. He already said Spartan Warrior Spirit. Or somebody did, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, God damn it, Austin. Onomatopoeia? It's not on a monopoly. High five, Drew, for remembering that figure uh, exists. Deathstroke. It's not Deathstroke. All right, let's hope that we get it here. We have name of special power and opening defense power. Oh man, you guys are gonna hate me. No special powers. No opening defense power. <laughs> on a warrior, no opening defense power. It's not looking good. <laughs> Shit. Who is it? Oh, opening defense power. Are you sure it's not Dove? <laughs> Dove, <laughs> has, Dove has defend and Batman ally. I think that one has Batman ally. 
Um, uh, yeah, she's got nuts. Black Mask would be around that number, but he has bat—he has Underworld or Batman Enemy. And he has willpower. And I don't think he would have... Can I calmly order. request you move your chair out of punching range for when I announce this figure, please? Nah. <laughs> it's gonna be something stupid as It's hell. gonna be a team pack. I'm telling it's you. It's not a team pack. I would have said team pack. See, I told you. I'm just gonna save you that turmoil here. As much as it's... I would love you to keep going down that path, Hunter. Wait a minute. Bane Bats. Is that your guess? Yes. It's, it's not, not Bane Bats. If he ever says is that your he, guess, it's not I, the answer. I, I know, I've I, noticed I know. that. <laughs> He's got a call out. But he was like, you're going to punch me. So I was like, "If I, I can't have any regrets. No, you're just going to punch me. That's because... a better guess than anything I got right now. Damn it. What do you guys think, Jason and Amber? Um, I don't remember what the other cases in the set were, because that's where I kind of want to lean when you when said the Bane Batman. But I don't remember what they were. And I, I feel like one might have like a sword or something and would fit the warrior um and i, I want to say insider because he has the lasso of truth but that's i can't go in that direction because <laughs> that's batman sir no, you're not gonna do this and wonder woman was in the team pack so Ooh. uh um amber do you have anything no, she's just she's giving me nothing. I cannot remember if, this set. Ever. If I just say Batman, because I think a thousand times you guys have just said Batman and been wrong. I would count every Batman figure with this Batman guess. It is not a Batman in any form. He's right. My guess is going to be Wonder Woman. It's not Wonder Woman. Okay, I was thinking maybe she'd have a trait that gives her like super, you know, super strength. All right, who is it? Streets of Gotham zero twenty five Omac. I forgot about Omac. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, he has like Warrior and Robot and that's it. He also has a banner click, which I knew would screw you guys up bad. Yes! One me. Alright, you son of a bitch. We got third figure. We can't let him win anymore. Out of pride. We have set number starting off and a name of trait. Two pretty good tr- things. Uh, set number? Mm-hmm. 28, no trait. Well, <laughs> that did not go well. Um, <laughs> I know it's not Batman. <laughs> oh, shit. Are you sure my third pick for this wouldn't be Batman? Is it Batman? It's not Batman. <laughs> That's like narrowing down like uh, 100 guesses. <laughs> Domino. It's not Domino. She has a trait. <laughs> Amber and Jason. I know, I'm just throwing shit out. <laughs> Not Misty Knight. Star Lord. It's not Star Lord. Mm, good guess. All right, next round of clues. I love spreading my agony to new people. This is just great. Rarity. Well, that's not going to help us. And name of special power. Uncommon. Uncommon. <laughs> Hand-to-hand combatant. Hand-to-hand <laughs> combatant. No trait, no special power. No, the special power oh, is hand-to-hand combatant. No trait, hand-to-hand combatant. <laughs> and he's an uncommon, you said? Yeah. So it's probably from a larger set. This is so stupid. <laughs> Wait a minute. Drew's got it, oh no. Wait a minute. I don't have it. <laughs> It was just gas. I lost it. Um, Life is fleeting. Wong. <laughs> High five, Drew. No. 
Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I think what was the number again? 28. For some reason, I keep going back to Deadpool, so, but it's probably just... Probably because I pick a lot of shit from that set. <laughs> there's a lot of obscure stuff in there. I had to stop picking Guardians of the Galaxy stuff because, like, proper keywords give away half that set. No, but it had no trait? No trait. Hand-to-hand combatant as a special ability. Because I was going to go with Shang-Chi, but I thought I think he has the trait he's... where he gets the counter tokens. Plus, he's a rare. Yeah, that's true. I thought he was a super... No, he's not a rare. Not Shang-Chi, uh... He's a regular rare. I was thinking of uh, the cat. And... Well, that's his prime, so obviously... It would be the same. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought that was... I thought they were super Just rare. Just stop prime. talking. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who was the SR prime out of that set? Uh, uh, not... I don't know. Um... Uh, Let's see. It's not Iron Fist. Fuck. Mm. Alright, come on. I'm trying, I'm trying. You gotta guess, bud. We got one more guess. Come on. Well, Amber hasn't guessed yet. Let's go with Amber. She said Iron Fist. I said Iron Fist. Oh. Not Timberwolf. Unfortunately, Timberwolf. Good guess, though. I'll pass. I can't think of anything. Alright, let's hope we get some help here. Generic keyword. We already did that. Free play. Okay, free play. Should we should we go with set? Yeah, we already know the set bad. number. Do you want to hear the generic keyword? Let's first? hear the generic keyword. Martial artist. <laughs> Saw that coming. Set. Let's go set. Teen Titans. Teen Titans, and what was the number again? 28. Number 28 from Teen Titans, hand-to-hand combatant, no trade. <sighs> Shit. Well. Oh, it doesn't God. narrow it down as much as I would like. I hate that set so much. Um, what were some of the sub-themes? We had Ravagers. We had... The Teen Titans. <laughs> the Teen Titans, obviously. I'm thinking it's... Hmm. Did that Rose Wilson have a trait? Because I feel like she's around that number, but I don't. I can't remember if she has a trait or not. I know the gravity feed one did, but I don't think. I'll go Rose Wilson. It's not Rose Wilson. <sighs> Why didn't you talk me out of it, Drew? <laughs> it's all your fault. Alright, who's the guy with the whips? Grim. Yes, but that, he wouldn't have hand-to-hand. Yeah, he, would have. he also is a common, I think. Nah, yeah. Uh, so, and a gravity feed. So we're thinking uncommon, 28, hand-to-hand combat. Maybe there were 28 commons in Teen Titans. Don't discount, Drew. Oh, man. There weren't. <laughs> I know there weren't. Who is it? No. Red Robin. It's not Red Robin. <laughs> I believe in you, Drew. 28. Ridge. It's not Ridge. (laughs) It all comes down to Amber. 
not danger girl. Ready for it, Hunter? No, fuck, I would have never guessed this in a million years. <laughs> Zero twenty-eight Empress. I don't even think we ever pulled that figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm teaching you guys about new figures. <laughs> I don't think Hunter knows what to do with himself right now. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's go to the bonus round. So that we can try to redeem ourselves since Austin just kicked our ass. Alright, so this figure can be any DC or Marvel, and we are allowed two free plays if they come up. We got starting movement power. No, 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 hold on. I will give you two free plays from the get-go for It's alright. We'll, no, no, no. no. Oh, it's not. that hard, It huh? is going to be that rough. And you can thank Swagnito for his help with this Alright, well then we'll take set and set number. Set and set number? Yes. Captain America 16. Alright, and then on the... The rolls, we have starting, movement, power, and team ability. Running shot, no team ability. What was our number from Captain America? 16. 16, Captain America, running shot. So we're looking at an uncommon or common. Yeah, because 16 is like the peak of the commons. Since it's a common, it could still be a generic. I don't think there were any generic. Oh, I don't want to, oh there, was, there was a few. Yeah, there were shield guys. There were uh, generic hydra guys. Uh-huh. Um, fuck. For shits and giggles. Batrock. <laughs> it's not Batrock. Damn it. I know that um, Bucky Cap started with running shot, but I feel like he was a lot earlier in the set, like one of the very first figures in the set, you know what I mean? So I don't think it's him. I know that Modoc starts a running shot, but he's not super. <laughs> I can't hear you. We're losing you. <laughs> Red Guardian. It's not Red Guardian. Oh. I love Red Guardian. I forgot about those guys. I love my Soviet heroes. Uh, I'll go with Captain America since that it's about three figures in that set. It's not Captain America. Has Amber guessed yet? Uh, Helena Belova. Say that again. Helena Belova. Doesn't sound right. We have a set. We already have that. So opening damage power and opening attack power. Running shot. Energy explosion. Running shot. Energy explosion. No damage power. Running shot. Energy explosion. What other characters were in cap? So it's probably a soldier if it has an energy explosion and running shot. So it's either like a cap. Captain America based character or it's a villain of Captain America like a Hydra guy most of those villains are like scientist-y dudes though they're mm -hmm. not like soldiers 
Was there a Falcon in? Yeah, there was. Yeah. But he's he was charged. He wasn't running shot. Yeah, he wasn't running. Shot. I don't know, man. Married with clicks. You guys got any guesses? number of bolts. Gener- Did we already do generic keyword? No. Generic keyword. Since range and number of bolts isn't going to help you at all, I'll give you one more clue. No, I'm sorry. Just, oh, fine. We're Four gonna... range, one bolt, and what was the other one? Generic keyword? No generic keywords. Mm, so no soldier keyword. So I don't think it's a generic. Drew's like brain is splattered all over the back of that wall right so now. So who would be a soldiery character but doesn't have the soldier keyword? Static shock. Who else was in that set? <laughs> They're all the Captain America base characters. I don't fucking got Cap. Bucky you did Cap, Ricky for this episode is what you needed. Cap, Bucky, Cap, Falcon. We know it's none of those. In his wasn't were there heroes for higher characters? Is it something in that set? I don't think so. Um, Cap, Bucky, Cap, Falcon, Nomad. Wait a minute. Austin, you just did a thing. What? Try Nomad. Nomad. You haven't guessed yet, have Do you want to guess Nomad? Nomad. Is that your guess? Yes. It's Nomad. He twitched. I twitched, and I... Oh, gosh. <laughs> he I twitched. So much. Drew, stop watching me. <laughs> Damn it, we need the video version over here. <laughs> Nomad has no generic, no uh, proper keywords, no abilities, no traits... He fucking took it. I saw, I was watching him while Hunter listed people. I was shocked Hunter even listed Nomad. He was like... <laughs> well, there's Nomad. There, I was going to say Sharon Carter next, but she wasn't in the set. Yeah, my heart instantly sank as soon as Hunter listed Nomad because that became a viable guess. <laughs> Who is Nomad? Nomad has kept sidekick for a long time. Oh, yeah. But not anymore. I don't think Nomad's in... Or did, actually, last Nomad I saw was the girl, not the... I liked his last breath of saving. He was like, do you really want to guess Nomad? I'm like, yes. Are you sure, Drew? <laughs> I'm doing you a favor. You don't want to guess Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Amber and uh, Jason. And I'm sorry, listeners, we're having some Skype issues, but we're going to have them on... Uh, if they'll if they want to join us, we'll definitely have them on again in a future episode, and we'll get everything ironed out, and we'll do a full episode with them. 
hopefully in the future. Um, again, check out their YouTube channel. As he said, youtube.com slash marriedwithclicks. They have tons of different facets of the Hero Clicks game covered, including you know regular full matches. Like he said, they also have lots of interviews with uh, important people in the in the Clicks universe, like uh, Champion Chat and stuff like that. And then along with other breakdown videos, um, which are very helpful, like when a new resource comes out or a new pro, uh, uh, I would say like hot piece, <laughs> we tend to say on the podcast comes out. They do good breakdown videos too. So be sure to check them out. And I want to thank them for coming on, and hopefully we'll have them on again in the future. Hey, we're here live with Julian, also known as Swagnito on HG Realms, uh, one of the several hosts of Clicks TV out of out of Vegas, and we'll I'll let him talk about the podcast and what it's about and where you guys can find it if you're interested. Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, you can find our podcast Clicks TV at clickstv.podbean.com. Or find us on Facebook. Um, just search for facebook.com slash podcast. And, uh, yeah, we, we pretty much cover lots of West Coast news and meta stuff, lots of rock news and stuff like that. Um, not a whole lot of, like, casual stuff and, like, sculpt talk or anything like that. But you know. is, that a, is that a fucking... Are you sliding us? Are you saying we talk about sculpts too much? That we're too much into no, aesthetics? No, no, no. Come on, Swag. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, this is why he's not super fan. That's yeah. our focus. This is why he lost the voting of super fan. You know. <laughs> I voted. That one hit hard. <laughs> Whatever. I just want to say, Drew, Drew. I voted for him. Drew was picketing hard for you. Like, I mean, he came to every. Every episode for months with a big sign that said, but, you know, vote for Swagnito. Then we remembered you liked wrestling, and it was like, oh, he's off the list. <laughs> you know, I took the uh, the Facebook soulmate thing to see who my soulmate was, and Drew came up over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, Swagnito is going to be doing Value Corner for us this week. What are you trying to sell us? Alright, let me see if I can do this uh, in the style of Drew. Let's, uh... Well, you gotta kiss you guys, at least uh, five You guys minutes. like scrolls? Uh, yeah, we're, all, yeah. we're down yeah. with scrolls. Yeah. I, I don't good. like them in my neighborhood, but... <laughs> <laughs> Bring the property value down a little bit. But, yeah, know. yeah. Now, uh, you guys like characters like Zatanna, you where you can switch around a click, choose different clicks to start on. Things like that. I think I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think, a, it's, it's too telling, but uh, go ahead and guess. I'm pretty sure you know by now. I, I think you're going with a figure that definitely deserves a spot on this corner that Drew has Secret not Secret Invasion yet. Super Scroll. No. No, no, no. Don't listen, don't listen to the... <laughs> don't listen to Scrubtastic. I don't know my Silver Age and it's not my fault. Are you talking about Zavin? I'm talking about Zavin. Alright, why should we buy Zavin? Zevin, 75 points, and, uh, shit, I gotta bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> he is about as prepared yeah, as this Drew is. Yeah, this is right on par with Drew Larson, right? <laughs> you guys are soulmates. Facebook got it right. Facebook just told me I didn't have a soul, and I wasn't allowed to roll for a soulmate. <laughs> Alright, so it's Galactic Guardian 022 Zevin. And he's 75 points. And for the 75 points, you get 
a lot of different slots filled on your team. Um, he I like my out. slots being filled, so I need him. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. He's he's a one man gangbang. Um, he's got... <laughs> Austin Smith is interesting. <laughs> All of a sudden, Silver Age became very great to me. He's got a crazy trait called one power set at a time, and uh, it says if Zevin is on click one or six at the beginning of your turn, you can turn his dial to any one of click two through five, and at the end of your turn, if Zevin is not KO'd, he just returns the click he began on. So, he's got like four different clicks with all sorts of different powers on him. Uh, one's like a charge super strength, one is like a TK perplex, uh, one's got like poison and running shot, RCE. So, I mean, he's got a lot going for him, and he fills like a crazy support slot and a secondary attacker at the same time. Um, I remember using him like way back when Infinity Gauntlet was a thing, and you know, that was the only resource around, so half the time we weren't playing with him. And this guy was just amazing on any team. Yeah, one of the things I like about Zavin and simultaneously hate about him is like when I'm facing against him, which has been a while since I played one, it's like you want to go after him because you know how good and versatile he can be, but you also know that if you don't kill him, like when you hit him, he's just going to heal up. It's, it's basically pointless, you know what I mean? Like they're oh, yeah. they're yeah. gonna get him to click one or six and then do whatever the hell they want with him. So it's like you really he really pre- presents a conundrum if you're playing against him too. Yeah, and he the thing is is no matter what damage you take during your turn, you return back to the click you started on. So you can push like at will. Um, you can uh, take mystic damage and not worry about it, and you're just gonna go back to click one. He's, so, he's like a more versatile, more powerful werewolf from Spider-Man. You know? Kind of, yeah. The way that he operates, yeah, it's a lot like that. I mean, like, kind of like Wolfsbane, you know. All right. She's flopping around her dial all the time. So, let's visit CoolStuffInc.com. Guys, any guesses? 49 on? cents. Austin's going with 49 cents. Drew Alderson? 75 cents. Host of the, of the Value Corner. He's probably closest. He's 75 cents. I'll go 99 I'm giving the one-man gangbang 69 cents. <laughs> We're looking at 35 cents. Hell of a deal. Austin was our closest. Yeah. But we all went over, so this yeah. is Price is Right rules, and we're all terrible. No, we don't do Price is Right. We don't price is Right rules are the best rules, Hunter. Once we're... It keeps things fair and honest. Yeah, okay. According to Austin standards, which is not fair and not honest. All right, so again, guys, check out Clicks TV. It's one of my favorite new... In the giant plethora influx of HeroClix podcasts we got. Yeah, I don't know who decided to make all these podcasts. Like in the last year, there's been several added. Um, it's it's one of the few that I actually listen to, to I be quite honest. I didn't know Spagato had a podcast. And no, uh, just... <laughs> uh, the one thing I do like about it is it's a good one-stop uh, shop for rock news, like as but also meta analysis. It's kind of like the quarry, but a little less formal. You know, like you get, you get your talk about the meta and about good pieces and synergy and stuff. And also I can catch up on the ROC type stuff by listening to them. Um, but still in a non-formal environment. We've so had like both it. of the best meta podcasts. That's true. In the, we, we are only the best here. On only the best. Here. Only the best. Oh, that makes so, and you guys record once a week, right? 
Uh, yeah, we record on Thursdays, and it, we try on Sunday or Monday. Um, pretty much just at the start of the week, you know, when people want them. All right. So we will have Clicks TV and most of or the whole gang on again, hopefully in the in the future, have them on for a full podcast and get more into um, yeah, we uh, we want to challenge you guys to some games sometimes. Oh, look at this! We're up for a challenge. Well, uh, we should have a little uh, little podcast Olympics, game Olympics. All right, I'm down. We can get. Okay, we'll bring Edward Shelton on for on our side though. Oh yeah, because you guys have us outnumbered, right? How many guys yeah. do you have over there? Oh yeah, I guess we got four. Yeah, we'll bring Edward on. And we'll call it. We'll call it even. All right, all right, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right, later. All right, so next we're gonna bring in Generation Clicks to do broke ass builds for us. Generation Clicks is a new podcast that I've actually been listening to. You know, as we said at the start of the show, everybody that we bring in today is somebody in the Clicks media community that we actually do watch or listen to and that we really enjoy. We had several to choose from these days. Uh, There's tons of Hero Clicks podcasts, but I actually recently just started listening to Generation Clicks. I really enjoyed it. They remind us, uh, reminded me a lot of us. Except a little bit more focused, but, but but not half as funny or handsome. I mean, so where can people find Generation Clicks, and what what do you guys usually talk about? Uh, well, you can find us on most of the social media sites: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all at Generation Clicks or Gen Clicks. Um, you can subscribe to us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Addicts, all those, all those podcast apps. And uh, on a, an average episode, we like to, you know, talk about the all the news that came out that week. Uh, we have segments um, such as this old click where Travis will will pull out a click from way back when huh. that that he, <laughs> he, he still he still feels is could be played or viable, and and kind of goes over that. I have a segment called Boot Camp where I talk about uh, easy-to-use pieces or explain some kind of rules concept. Um, we, we talk about uh, different the big tournaments and everything in the meta scene, and uh, we have a, a mod contest, a monthly mod contest, where each month there's a theme. June is actually summer fun and patriotic theme, and people send in send in their uh, their mods and the winner gets a Generation Clicks t-shirt. Cool. I like it. Um, so, let's get into Broke Ass Builds. If, if the listeners out there haven't heard Broke Ass Builds or if have, it's been a while since we've done it, basically, we have a, this is a segment that uh, a lot of different Hero Clicks podcasts have done over the, the years and our take on it is that we like to keep things as cheap as possible, so... On each team, the the total of the team. So they call they called us in. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the total of the team has to be ten dollars or less, and no single figure on the team can be over five dollars. We use our uh, we use CoolStuffInc.com for all of our prices, and then um, to we'll keep, take our hundred dollar credit. <clears throat> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to to keep things simple, we keep at three hundred point modern age theme teams. And uh, hopefully through this, you'll get a little interesting idea behind um, team building on a budget, but also be able to pick up some clicks and add to your collection that won't won't uh, make too big of a dent into your wallet and help you slowly build a good a, a good collection of clicks that uh, 
that are pretty dang solid for their points without having to, to break your bank. So each of the guys have their own broke-ass build and different theme teams, and we'll let them present them to us. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start. I went with an Atlantis theme team. Um, I like this it's guy already. It's going to start with uh, Ocean Master because he is one of my favorite pieces from that set. Um, I actually even wrote him at an ROC. And then uh, I'm going to play Atuma with him from Fear Itself. And then finish it out, um, because the other two don't have any Indom, I wanted to run uh, the 60-point Aquaman from uh, Justice League Trinity War. He's only, I think, three or four, three clicks deep, but uh, they're good They're good three clicks, and he has Indom, so kind of helps the team. Then it's going to be an Atlantis-themed team. Um, so I get one plus uh, defense to ranged attacks while I'm in water. And I should always be able to either play a water map with this. Um and the whole team is a whole two dollars and forty seven cents. Jake played that Ocean Master and Aquaman against me once. It's a really good team combo. Yeah, it's a blast. And uh, if I ever find a way, if they ever do like one of those kind of you know like uh, how Legion of Superheroes, you can induct them into the and you can get that as an Atlantis keyword somehow. One of those type of figures, uh, Sarah Rainmaker is going on Atlantis team. Yeah. As soon as possible. She's nice. I'm so happy. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> I've been waiting so long for someone to play that Sarah Rainmaker. What? <laughs> Freaking, I love that piece. Everyone plays her. She's really, really? good. I need oh, to catch up with the meta She's, she's, so she's good. super good. Yeah. And you laughed at me. Oh, you saw the bitch. I'm still laughing at you. Scott, you want to let's hear your team. Alright, so in honor of your guys' 100th episode, oh boy. all my pieces are 100 points. Oh, so this I, guy. I, I, so, so or you that. just went to HC Realms and was like, I have three pieces that are 100 points. <laughs> it's a theme team. Okay. Uh, although I did kind of have to cheat because <laughs> two pieces are meant to be played together and they equal 100 points together. Mm. And that is um, Cloak and Dagger from Amazing Spider-Man. She's 45, he's 55, but they have a ton of synergy, equal 100. Uh, I also have Colossus from Wolverine and the X-Men, and Wolverine from Wolverine and the X-Men, each 100 points, with the X-Men Blue team, or Blue Strike Force uh, ATA, which is if a character using this ability uses leadership and succeeds, which I'm now realizing no one has leadership, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good. Uh, <laughs> big X Men fan, and I love these pieces. We, uh, I've played Cloak and Dagger several times together against There's, Austin several times against me particularly. Taking him down every single time. So. There is so much lockdown with those yeah. two, and so much sustainability. It's and ridiculous. So much annoyance. Like if you just don't have the damage to kill one outright, you're never gonna get up to them and kill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know it'd be good given. No, them, shut up. You're not allowed them. to play him anymore. I want to play him again with uh, with his Star Sapphire and give him shape change no! and mystics. Yes, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it even more of an annoyance to take them down. Right. Prepare your anus, Austin. It's coming soon. Yeah, originally this originally this team had Cyclops from AVX at a hundred, but he's like seven dollars, so he ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What was the total price of the team? 
like a, just a couple bucks. I don't even remember. Sorry. I didn't okay. actually look it up. He's just winging <laughs> so it. So for just a couple bucks, you can get these amazing pieces. Good deal. Good deal. What's the third team? All right. So uh, it's just three visions from the Gravity Team. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like him. Uh, no, really, actually, I, I did Aleph from the Avengers Assemble. A spiral from Wolverine the X-Men and a Samuroid. So when you are able to do that portal spiral you can drop Samuroid in the middle of their squad he gets that plus one to all of his attacks. So it just it's, it's a timing team and A-Lift with all of his static values is just ridiculously good I think for a robot. I agree. So Yeah for sure. The dude just Yeah robot forever. themed and the total was like I think it was like seven dollars. Oh, that spiral. Not bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four hundred spiral. <laughs> yeah. so, actually, that a lift with spiral is really good because that's one of his problems to get there. Yeah, it's movement with the portal. Yeah, it's just like yeah. boom, pulse wave. Yep. <laughs> my my team my team is four eighty four. Oh, nice. All right. Nice. Yeah, it's no two. No two forty seven. Yeah, no. You guys uh, shot your water early. And it's definitely no couple dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna uh, have unfortunately have to wrap up with these guys, but we have plans to have them on a future episode and hopefully have uh, um, us on one of their episodes coming up soon. So again, check them out on iTunes. Generation Clicks. I really like their logo, too. It used to be Deathstroke with the headphones. Now I see Iron Man with the headphones. I like oh, them shit. better now. It should, it no, should be yeah, the other way around. around. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, either I way, so. I did both of them. So. <laughs> I like them less now that they're <laughs> Is Deathstroke. Is that what they're worried about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, for our last segment here, we have Ryan from Glass Cabinet Films. Actually, it has been around for longer than... We've even been playing Hero Clicks because I remember when we first bought that. What was the first thing about War, War, the War of uh, Light, Light, Fast Forces, the I very first Armor one. Wars thing with like three figures too. And we <laughs> bought some Street Fighter Hero Clicks, and then I used Ryan's videos to learn the very basics of the game. So he's been around for quite some time, and uh, is a integral. He's he's. He's a grandfather in the Heroclix community in my mind, even though he's a young guy. <laughs> I don't mean... He is a pillar. You can find his YouTube channel on Glass Cabinet Films, and you guys also have a store now, right, Ryan? Uh, yeah, we do. It's uh, glasscabinethobbies.com where you can uh, buy Heroclix. Uh, we also specialize in uh, most of uh, WizKids products, you know, like Heroclix, Dice Masters, and whatnot. We're, uh, yeah, pretty much for uh, the gamers, like miniature stuff type thing like that. So, yeah, um, about the, uh, what was that, War of Light, the first one, that was like the first um, How to Play Heroclix video I played, uh, I made, and it was with those figures, I believe, so yep. that's kind of funny that you said that. Yeah, that's uh, what was yeah. awesome, you were using the exact figures that we had just bought, I was like, a hot dog, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, so, um, let's see, I've been making Heroclix videos now since 2000, originally on The Glass, the Glass Cabinet, which was more like, I just started... Uh, doing like figure reviews a lot of people were like yeah I used to do figure reviews I'm like yeah but I loved Heroclix so I started making some Heroclix videos and I just uh, fell in love with just doing that and teaching people how to play the game I don't necessarily try to tell people that I'm meta or anything but you know it it blends there a little bit here and there but yeah 
uh, make uh, unboxing videos, uh, reviews, team building, uh, do some interviews. Uh, that's pretty much basic uh, stuff. Just try to keep everyone informed on the game. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much that. Yeah, for sure. When I whenever we have new players at our venues and stuff, I always suggest I'm like, there's two YouTube channels you need to subscribe to. Um, one is definitely Glass Cabinet Films to just get a good foundation and in a general easy place to find your info in video form and then uh, married with clicks just for just sheer content when you want we uh we have ryan here today because he got to play in worlds did quite well came very close against a couple against uh, first and third place mm-hmm. and um had some first-hand experience we were already going to briefly talk about worlds and then when i had the chance to have him on i was like well this is perfect we have you know first-hand account of everything so for those listening um, who don't follow the metagame or the world's game as closely as us, I'm going to list some of the top eight teams. The The winning team was Paris's, from, and his team is Spiral with Parallax Entity, Felix Faust with the Entity Entity, uh, the 30-point Loki from Fear Itself, and then the Phoenix Force. And he has all five of the fragments, but only Spiral and Faust are assigned actual fragments. And it doesn't specify here on HeroClicks.com which fragments he had on Spiral and Faust. But I believe, I mean, you can change that, you know, between each match. So that's probably why they didn't didn't list it out. Um, we also, so here are some of the other top eight teams. Uh, Banshee and Ophidi- with Ophidian, Scarlet Witch with Entity. Atomica with Adara. Another team had Grasshopper, Lydia, Arcade, and Faust. So there's another Faust and an Arcade. That's interesting. I played against that team as well. Banshee with Ophidian, Scarlet Witch with Entity, Atomica and Adara. That was a totally different player, by the way. Uh, same team. Um, there was Paris's team. And then Batarang's team was... Um, no. Which team did he go with? Did he go with the Phantom X team? Yeah, the Phantom X team. Okay, Phantom X with Ophidian, Mercy from the Deadpool Fast Forces with Ion, and Atomica, Ronin ID card, and the Power Plant. So, uh, you know, a relatively diverse top eight, you know, in general. Um, some figures we expected to see, definitely expected to see uh, Felix Faust and the zombie team base. Those are two that we de- I definitely thought we would see, and along with Banshee. Um, Atomica, I knew, was a great figure, but I was surprised at the sheer number of, of teams I saw when I saw like the top 16 listed out. I was pretty impressed. But again, I mean, when you got a figure that's only 25... I mean, Despotel's kind of showed us that. When you have a figure that's 25, 30 points and is that good, it's just so easy to throw on almost any team. And be a great source of points. Ryan, what was your team that you were playing? All right. Well, I'll, I'll just go really quick. Uh, day one, I put together a Corvac uh, with Justin team with the uh, the book, like three hammers and a pog. So and an ID card, Cersei. Uh, I didn't do very good, but I got paired up with a lot of good players. First round, I went against uh, Kenji's Animal Mystic team, which you probably listed in there. I think went. Fourth or third, just just too much for me. Um, 
so that was the first one. I actually went one and three with that team. So day two, I was really not. Uh, I was thinking I might just call it in, but uh, a good friend on Rubicon, uh, Andre, was like, you know what, you're here, you need to just play and, uh, you know, whatever, you know, play until you uh, you lose and just walk away, right, because I have to go 4 out. So day two, I had about an hour left, <laughs> and uh, a friend, Drake, uh, that I think placed uh, eighth or in the top eight, uh, he played the Yondu team, and he helped me build the... New Mutants team base with uh, Green Battery and Felix Faust. I didn't really, li- I don't really like Felix Faust, but you know, you have to go four zero. You got to throw out as much as you can. Right. So I went two and two with that. I actually played a zombie team base um, first round. Faust did what he does, shut down everyone, and I got like five hundred and sixty points. I was actually in table one. Uh, for round two, I went up against Paris's team in round two, but by another player, and I was losing. I was losing, and uh, my Faust decided to to play again, and I was able to take out Spiral and then pick off another ki- couple characters. So I won. I'm two zero. I'm like, okay, well, let's go. <laughs> and then round three, I played against that um, that Faust team with Arcade Lydia. And I chose to play Arcade on his map. Bad idea. Bad, bad, bad idea. <laughs> Let, uh, for my team, because the, the willpower for the ring would have been... I was thinking it was going to be a big deal. It wasn't, especially how good Arcade is on his map. That Grasshopper with the penetrating coming off and then coming up back into the map and doing penetrating. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, so I, I lost pretty bad to that team. I might have had a better chance if I would have decided to, hey, here's my ring or, you know, whatever the other construct she wanted, and then just go man up with that arcade, not on that map. Anyways, I lost that. And then on round four, I played Luke in his Phantom X team. Uh, he kind of didn't pay attention to the green battery, and he did a running shot, and he was going to try to, like, drop Eve and get out of there but uh, you couldn't use an extra free action. I hit him really hard. He played really, really, really good defensively for the re- remainder of the game, and I was not able to kill anything. And uh, we went off to a roll-off, and he beat me 10-9. to 9. And so uh, he made it into qualifying, and as you see, he, he placed in the top four. A really, really good player, and uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say. I did play Paris uh, day one final round and um i almost beat him with my quarterback team but uh he faust decided to uh late game he just started locking me down and it was it was too much with his uh tk and uh pulse wave with uh spiral but uh it's a really good team i do have some of the videos for uh paris and luke which i will be posting fairly soon so you'll see how that match went and i did film from a distance uh, the finals with uh, Phil Jr. in Paris with the Sentinel and uh, his team. And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Paris's two last matches were uh, just a pulse wave fest. It was, it, was, it was just pretty much that. Foul <laughs> shut down, pulse wave, done. But, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my account of single worlds. I like the uh, Justin Korvac team. We actually we had a tournament just to, here a few weeks ago. And it, it ended up winning the whole tournament, and uh, I saw how how strong it really can be, which took me by surprise because Korvac, in and of itself, is an okay figure. 
Yeah. But I definitely didn't think he could do that well meta-wise, and, and uh, but comboed with Justin, yeah, he can he can hold his own. We pointed what? out that he had robot keyword, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But we, you know, we were talking about like little minor combos and stuff. But we really, I didn't even consider the fact Justin was in the set. Yeah. Well, let me let me just re- let me tell you about the, the the quarterback team really really quick. So it has proselyte on it, and proselyte on I think click three, you know, click two through four has that ability where you can pick up power. So with the hammers, I would go with a charge hammer, and I would pick flurry. So you would be able to activate the power action with Justin to move, and you would be able to get that attack off, and then you could charge flurry for two more attacks, and then if you wanted to, if you had the options, you could drop a hammer and do a quake, so to do four, four attacks. However... If you looked on Korvac's power, there is another power, uh, also not top dial, uh, but it's if you move half your movement with Phazen, you also get another attack. So in a perfect world, in my head, I'm like, I can get five attacks off with Korvac. However, Heroclix is never the perfect, and I found that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, in my head, I'm like, I can get five attacks off. This is going to be great. And it's rare that you were able to do that. But if you can get three attacks with Korvac with uh, hammers doing, you know, anywhere from 12 to 14, you're doing pretty good. But there's a lot of good players out there doing a lot of other shenanigans, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. I get to play Justin Day. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you know, and I was happy. We knew Faust was going to show up. I didn't think he would show up as much as he did. Um, not just because of play-wise, but mainly because I didn't think he'd be as readily available but then i but then when you think about it i guess he's for sale at the actual yeah so you'd be able to play in your team and go there with a backup team and buy him but yeah people uh, were just buying them like candy yeah so and and again we see him on the watch list now the watch list i know everybody probably expects us to talk about today we would love to talk about it but we are already short on time with all our guests so we'll briefly just a couple minutes talk about it but next episode we'll actually break it down and everything um, you guys have probably noticed on HeroClicks.com, the watch list is up. It has five different things listed. One of them, of course, is Felix Faust. Doctor Strange is also on there. And then we have the Scarlet Witch from the OP kit, the Orange Power Battery, and the Sinestro Core Power Battery. Now, a lot of people, or not a lot, but we have already gotten a few emails saying, why is Scarlet Witch on there? Why is she so good? Um, the main thing about Scarlet Witch and why she's so strong is I feel like they they have the intention of balancing her power out there, but I think they kind of didn't think it through. And I'll I'll kind of break that down and by what I and explain what I mean by that. If you look at Scarlet Witch on H Realms unit section, she's in the WizKids Marvel section. Her trait hex magic says once per turn after an attack roll has been determined, she can she may give the attacker up to three hex magic tokens if the attacker's within range. Again, doesn't need line of fire for that, so that's one thing that's pretty good about it. But uh, for each token she gives the attacker, reduce the total by one. Opposing characters may be given a free action to remove a hex magic token and modify any friendly character's attack value by plus one this turn. Here's the thing about that. So you see right there, they're they're trying to balance it out by saying, okay, she's going to give you negative three, but you'll be able to take those negative threes and dole them out, and it'll all equal out in the end. But it's post-roll. The main issue, actually, is that it requires a free action be given to remove one. 
So you can only do a free act, the same free action once per turn. So while she every turn can dish out a negative three, you can only get plus one yeah. each turn. Um, that's that in my mind is what probably needs fixing. What will get fixed? Either they take away the free action part, or they leave it in, but say to remove up to three hex magic tokens, you know, and dish them out. Um, I don't know. You have any input on that, Ryan? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think what you're saying is a good uh, idea. I, absolutely, the um, the power being able to minus three to any attack roll within line of fire is really, really good, especially if you're playing a, a team with super high defenses. It just, most people that hit those super high defenses, you know, they don't never go over. They just hit, they just hit that number. Yeah. Okay, boom, you're down, you miss. And I think it's after probability, if I'm correct. Yeah, it says after an attack roll has been determined. Yeah, so, oh, you probed it? Okay, yeah, here's the hex token. It, it's really, really good. Um, I haven't used it yet, so it's unfortunate, but if it's too good, it, it needs a little bit of a uh, little change. You're right, and exactly, that's what I... If you play it with a green a green battery, and you have to do... And they have to get a free action, what are they going to do? Okay, I'll free action to take off a hex token. Okay, that's your free action. That's so broken to me. That's bro- that's the broken part. Yeah, no. and then the fact that if you're playing that battery, you have access to the sniper rifle, which can get her range yeah. up to 10, and now in, you can use it on any, because she doesn't need line of fire, they just have to be within range, so then any fig, any opposing figure within 10 squares of her, she's going to be able to do that to every time. And again, like I said, since it's a, listed as a free action, it not only, as you just mentioned, takes up your free action for the turn, but you can only do it once per turn, and you can only remove one at a time with the way that it's listed, yeah. so it just takes too long to balance itself back out. So it probably needs a couple little changes. I wouldn't be surprised to see it changed. I know, you know, our friend Julian on Clicks TV, he said that it's seen a ton of play out on the West Coast already. Um, so I I definitely am not surprised to see it here. I'm, But what I'm more surprised of is just that we didn't see more of it at Worlds, honestly. Yeah, I think both of the Team Majestic players that made Top 32 both played the Banshee uh, Scarlet Witch team. So, yeah, you're right. That makes sense, though. If it's been played way more on the West Coast, then uh, they're more familiar with uh, the, all the intricacies of that figure. And I think one thing people tend to forget about the watch list in general, too, is that when WizKids puts it out, they don't just address like major problem pieces. They like to have a good selection of stuff to show that they're looking at what could potentially be a problem in the future. Yeah, it's not yeah. just like, okay, what well, one world's... Okay, like instantly put it up there. It's more... Yeah, these and are it's things not a guarantee at. that everything on that list will get changed. Yeah. So with Faust, the obvious thing is that the fact that his D20 roll, and I and again, with Doctor Strange being up there too, the fact that the D20 roll can be rolled itself, yeah, the actual shutdown powers are great, but I think the the main issue is the fact that you can prob the roll. Yep. You honestly could fix this without even having to errata this specific figure. You could just specify that prob, you could um, edit prob control itself only be in the PAC to only be a D6 roll instead of a D20 roll. And then that would definitely help out. Um, I, if it were me, I probably would do something like that instead of like a giant overhaul on Felix Faust. Well, I'm, it's not actually that they... It's not actually that they prob the roll itself. They prob his thing where he um, re-rolls it or whatever. Done. On a 5 to 6, you can re-roll it. But see... 
the thing is, you already can't re-roll. They, okay, here, here's the wording. At the beginning of each of your turns, roll a d6 that cannot be re-rolled. On a 1 to oh, 4, okay. you roll his d20 and use it. On a 5 to 6, you get to you may choose to roll his d20. You already can't re-roll that part. So that's what I'm saying. If you make it to where you if you do roll your 1 to 4, if you make it to where you can't re-roll that d20, I think that bounces him out enough to where he's not going to be a giant problem. Yeah, and if it doesn't, then make slight adjustments after that. But I think a good thing to start with would be to edit prop control to make it only be one, two, yeah. One, two, even six. two to three rerolls on the D twenty drastically increases his chances of ending back on something substantial. So I, I, that's what I would do. I would make little. I would make that little change. Let it play out for a couple months, see how it goes, and then, uh, and then go from there. We've already seen the ROC. It's another you know news related item. We've already seen the ROC ban him for now. I imagine if after he gets errated, because there's no way he gets through the watch list in my mind without getting something changed. I imagine after he gets changed that the ROC will let him back in um, for then. But I mean, you played him, Ryan, firsthand. Um, can you think of any other changes okay. that might need to be the made? The only other change that I, I've, I've heard, so this is not this is not coming from my brain, but I really think it's a good idea. It, however, it is kind of an overhaul. Uh, basically, where it says you cannot, you can only do this right you can only do move actions you can only do close combat what if it the power said uh you cannot use move action so you could do everything else but you cannot move action so you have options you're locking someone down but you're not necessarily making it so that they can't do anything uh that's a pretty big overhaul however uh there that figures 80 points and it can do a lot and if you can say hey you can't use free actions. Okay, I can't use free actions. I can do everything else, but that means you can't do run and shot. You can't do charge. It shuts you down, but you still can like run away and kind of regroup and not just sit there and like, okay, just just uh, just hit me. Oh, you did. I'll take my damage and thanks. Good game. I didn't do anything. I played it and I felt bad about it. Um, uh, I won't be playing it again, no matter what, unless they really fix it so it's not nearly locked down. The other items on here, um, Doctor Strange, I imagine his thing also, they're just looking at the re-rollability of it. We, we talked on Scarlet Witch. Then we have the two power batters. We have Orange and Sinestro. And Orange, you know, we've been talking with Julian about it um, a little bit it's here really the last couple days. Obviously, it's strong, It's, but I also feel like it's it's almost a necessity, though, in the metagame, in my mind. Um you know, you need to be able. You need it to be able to do some things that may currently in the meta game be taken, uh, be losing in things. Like stealth is a good one. You know, you may need it to be able to take away the ability for your opponent to see through stealth because there's so much, uh, so much ability to see through stealth these days. You know, it, it helps you balance things out. Obviously, it can be taken advantage of. Um, the main issue with it, and I think the thing that they will fix about it, is the part where your characters just have to be able to do it. They don't actually have to be able to possess what you're taking away. Yeah. I think if they change anything, that's the thing to change, and I don't think that that hurts it too much. I don't think that hurts the intention of it. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I think it le- it keeps it playable. It lets right. it, it lets it still do what it's meant to do. It just keeps you from abusing it by playing with figures like Super Scroll Chase and other figures that can choose 
a bajillion powers and just strip whatever and just taking anything. Time. I think that's a good fix. Um, you I guys... think there's another suggestion that possibly you need to be within line of fire of a core member to do that, so that it's still, you know, that's possible. Because yeah. right yeah. now it's just I can shut it down from anywhere on the map. I don't need to have line of fire at all. Uh, so I don't know. It's an idea. Yeah, that's a good one too. And the last one, Sinestro Core Battery. What I haven't seen, like I see it, but I haven't seen it like crush anything. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think. It, again, this is just our opinion, but we don't play meta too often. But I don't think that this out of any out of everything on this list, this is the one that I think if there's one that's going to get through without getting changed, is definitely going to be the Sinestro Battery. I just don't. Yeah, it's negative two. But how many modifier adding things are there in the metagame at this point? Or even pieces, I mean, like we see Scarlet Witch, you know, pieces that that add and subtract modifiers these days. Like, why are we specifying the Sinestro battery as if it's really that, that negative two is really that big of a deal? Not I think, mention, I feel like I'm missing something here. It makes uh, one-man army teams a little more viable, too. Which right. The meadow had not. a lack of for a while. Right. Yeah, and it's... What, what are the, really the, in general, the only one-man army viable teams, aside from the Korvac-Justin thing? Used to be it's, Bizarro, then he got nerfed, and well, then now it's... now it's team bases, if you think, if you want to consider yeah. the one-man army, but they can't use resources in the first Superman, place. Superman, maybe? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're there, but what I'm saying is there's not one that we think of where we're like, oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's degenerate. It's he not like Bizarro. And- Superman. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's really the only one I can think of. Uh, Pulse Wave gets through it, so I yeah, nah, I it's agree. not amazing, but yeah. Anyways, so I mean we can get into that more if people have more questions or feedback on that, they can get back to us. But in general, the watch list is awesome. Keep doing it, WizKids. Yeah, we're we've definitely been big supporters of it here, and uh, I'm glad to see them continue that. Um. So Ryan. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Any uh, anything new going on with your channel that we should let people know about before we sign off, sign you off? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think the uh, like I said, I'm gonna have some more videos, some matches of uh, Paris, Luke, and uh, the finals. So those are coming up soon. You know, just any kind of new products that may be coming out, probably expect an unboxing video or something like that. I don't know, man. I'm just staying super busy with everything. So uh, I just need to make more videos, really, to be honest. Yeah, so. we need to have you on a full episode, man. <clears throat> get no into problem. get into um, some some fun interview questions and stuff like that, and and kind of have you on for more, but uh, more of a full episode. But definitely appreciate you coming on today, and uh, thank you giving some great feedback and commentary on on everything. It's awesome to have a man in the field, and uh, we're definitely gonna have you on again in the future. Sounds great, man. Thank you. Later. Bye-bye. Before we want, we wrap things up, we wanted to thank everybody, all the listeners out there, whether you're, you've are you been with us since the very beginning or whether it's only been a couple weeks, you're a brand new listener. Brand I legitimately feel sorry for those guys who've been with us since the beginning. We were pretty terrible starting off. You know, if they still are around at this point, it's their own fault. I, I have to say, they're sadomasochists they right now, and they're just... Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> that is the best way to describe this now. Well, I want to thank all you guys who listen and or promote the show. I mean, we enjoy Hero Clicks, obviously, but the main reason we do this show isn't our outstanding love for Hero Clicks. No, I, I absolutely am very male on the game, but it's more our love for this show and for all the people that we've met um, through the show. <clears throat> you know, including some of the people we had on today. 
Um, I've met a lot of cool people. It's it's awesome to consistently get to get to know you guys. It's it's strange, but it's like we get to know you guys through our questions and answer segments. You know, constantly giving little feedback um, through messaging on Facebook and Twitter, and that's the reason that we keep doing this um, this podcast and. It's the reason we will keep doing it. I think I'm going to cry. For the unforeseeable future. <laughs> I like how we have this uncertainty of how much longer we'll last. Well, I mean, we never have we hit our peak, Hunter? Are we past there? We never. Drew, Drew could obviously get someone pregnant at any moment and have to leave us. <laughs> at least you don't have to worry about that with me, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to have to have kids at some point before I get old and useless. Oh, boy. I mean... You already dressed your cat up in a costume. I mean, I'm I pretty did sure not you, dress. You might be a little preoccupied on the kid front. For we a know while. how I feel about dressing animals. I was not the one behind. Dressing, I don't believe you <laughs> dressing up Dick Grayson as Spider Man. But once I saw the cute ass pictures, I had to share them. I mean, See, I'm just saying, I can't just let them go unshared. She's a beard. <laughs> We're going to continue to improve the cast, even after 100 episodes. We still have plenty of room to grow. As I said, one of the big things is we're going to have more guests guests on. But uh, thanks, everybody who joined us today, all our special guest hosts. Thank you guys again, and we hope to have you guys on in the future. Yep. Any listeners out there, again, as always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, message us on Gmail. Any questions, feedback, or or anything you have to say to us, you can find us on there. Dial H for HeroClicks at gmail.com. And we take those punches. You want to be direct and you want to say, your podcast sucks. Don't say that because we'll ban you from our Facebook page. I forward it to Austin, and he takes care of it. Little by little, the hurt just, just wells up. <laughs> I, I take that hurt out on them in the form of Bad Samaritan. Uh, it's all making sense. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Later. Everybody on your radio podcast, you are now listening to Dial H. And I, let me do that one. It's like, okay, wait, wait. Okay. Everybody, uh, everyone out there in HeroClix land, you are now listening to Dial H for HeroClix. I'm your man, Edward Shelton, from Starting Over Podcast, and I recommend this show. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, then here's another one. It's like, you are now listening to Dial H for HeroClix. I'm your man, Edward Shelton, from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. <laughs> I knew that was going like for some one. reason. Uh... And uh, let's see. What? This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Is everyone just doing a deep black? We're not gonna be able to tell you from. Have you started something, Hunter? I don't know. We'll go with it. I like it. I like like it. it. I hope everybody does it without us telling them to do it. It would have been funny if Amber got to do it, and she was like, "Amber." You had some like funk behind it or something. Anytime. This is Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Does that uh, work? Uh, <laughs> that work for you guys? Yeah. Sure. Right. You could deal with the corniness and suck it up, man. <laughs> Three, two, one. This, this is, is Generation, Generation Clicks. Clicks. <laughs> Jason, it's not that hard. You guys are slow, as always. All right. All right. Three, Three, two, one. Two, one. This is generation. Okay, so Skylar gets to do it. We gotta be quiet because they're gonna get it right. We're gonna fuck it. This is so stupid. Not what you're asking us to do. The fact that we can do it. No, it's a little bit of both, and that's what makes it beautiful. 
All right, guys. It'll be three, two, one, and just go. Good. All right. Three, two, one. This is Generation, generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Dial H. Dial H. Dial H. Dial H. I like it. I like it. It, it had like it's a, a layer. It was like a layered effect. No, we just don't want to do it anymore. So no. no, it was actually really good. Right. If you guys want, I can just do it. Of course. Well, I was trying to... well go yeah, ahead, and then we'll have, I'll keep them both. I'll keep, uh, I'll keep... Yeah, keep them both and see which one you like better. All right. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, <laughs> time, guys. I have to throw to this. this is Skyler. <laughs> I do, because I'm the only one that can apparently do it right. <laughs> Did we just destroy a podcast? Uh, yeah, a podcast think... record? This was the plan all along. Got... I, I gave you guys a like on Facebook. Consider that your payment. <laughs> Thank you. That is payment. We, we don't accept that. I'm glad it took you three months. If we ruin these guys, you should see what we did to Mary with clicks. He still is like, actually sure if he likes us. I kind of put it down as a maybe. There was no maybe button. It's we like a half up. thumb. Go ahead. Hi, this is Ryan Morgan with Glass Cabinet Films, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Look at that. It's first one to nail it on first Oh, drive. man. Appreciate it. You should have heard it. We tried to make the Generation Clicks guys line up theirs, and so all three of them are on Skype trying to get lined up, and they have like a one-second delay between each of them. <laughs> they was, wanted to do it. They together. wanted so bad. We didn't make them do it together. She was by herself initially, then a whole bunch of her friends that she knew came in out of the blue. Uh, early on in the night and so we danced a, a bunch of different times and so at the end I was like okay I can't get her isolated from her friends to like mm-hmm. give her number in private so I'm like hey you know let me get your info let me get your number so she's like all right what's your number bah, 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 bah. okay I gotta go and I'm like oh okay I already see how this is speaking so, of uh... <laughs> hey girl let me get them digits speaking of no digits... no she got my number <laughs> But I didn't have a chance to get hers. She walked off, and I'm like, mm. okay, yeah, I know what that is. You needed a so, wingman. You needed someone to take the fatty. No, no. <laughs> I got a wingman. The issue was there were four of them. Oh, You geez. needed four wingmen. You needed to pull, They're like, a freaking squadron. I know. You need your No, own. no, no. I mean, when you, if, like, I've dealt with one-on-four and even two-on-four. <laughs> it's not a problem. The main issue was, like, it was the end of the night. They were heading out, and I was trying to isolate, and I missed my – I missed, like, three opportunities. I you got to work on your zone defense, Edward. <laughs> and I'm Jason from Married with Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Congratulations on 100 episodes. <laughs>